Hello and welcome to Financial Education for the Nation. My name's Warren Shute and today, the top four secrets of investing. Okay, okay. Will they call it a bait line? I don't know. I'm not into marketing myself. I'm a financial guy. But it's true. There are four secrets of investing. And I wanted to share those with you today so you get a bite-sized um, bit of information, takeaway, and implement. Because information is useless unless it's implemented. Um, just give you a heads up, slight different format. We're going to cut down the size of the show in sort of 10-minute um, chunks um, so it's a bit easier to consume. Uh, if you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, let me know. Um, it's always good to get your feedback. So we'll try and do the same amount of content, same main story, and the top five I think we're going to stick with. But they'll be in two 10-minute sections as opposed to like a 25 or so minute section. And we're dropping the uh, regular questions. Um just want to try and mix it up, make sure it's fresh and you're enjoying it. But if there's anything you want to hear or anything we're going to drop that you like, just let me know. We can include it. So back to the show. The top four secrets of investing. It's true. There are lots and lots of secrets of investing that really aren't secrets, but people don't follow and they really should to get a good investment experience. Now, in the 26 years I've been a in the financial world. I've not quite been a financial planner for 26 years, but um, 20 or so, 24, I think. Um, of the 26 years I've been in the financial world, I'm, I've been very, very fortunate to learn so, from some great minds. And I would say my success has been attributed to the wonderful people who I've shared and imparted their knowledge to allow me to take it on board to share it with my clients and with you. Um, there's some things that I've created myself uh, the bank account system, house of wealth, things like that. That is all my doing. Um, but there's a lots of things that I've um, been taught by others. I'm going to say borrowed, but it's true. I've been taught by others that I've now been able to impart on you. Part of that comes from my background. I, I studied NLP um, to quite a high level, and one of their um, concepts is modeling. So what I've done is I've gone out to find the best people at what they do, and I've modeled them. I've learned what they do, and I've tried to implement it myself. Um and I was reading a blog this week um, of a chap who is very well, re well respected in the financial world. He runs a fund management company. And he said he was reflecting on his 40 years in the financial services, in the financial world, which I thought was tremendous. 40 years. So, you know, success leaves clues. So I wanted to know what he had to say. Um, and I'm going to share the top four that I thought that there was a few more, but I thought the top four that I thought it would be really good bite-sized takeaways for you to take away and implement because remember information is useless it's what we do with that information is power okay first one number one gambling is not investing gambling is not investing now you're saying yeah i know that one that's obvious but actually let's look at your traits how are you investing it's um most people know this, but it's really about drilling this home, making sure you get this and you implement it. Um, gambling is a short-term bet where you might think, okay, the market's going to go up. I'm going to load up on this. I'll put more money in there. I think Bitcoin's going to pop up. Uh, Microsoft has just done a deal. I'm going to buy into Microsoft, things like that. They're bets. Whereas um, investing is a long-term position in a asset that produces a profit 
just come up with that definition. I'm sure it's right. I'll run it through in my head as I was saying it to you. Um, but when you gamble, when you do a short-term trade, you've got to be right twice, not just once. So you haven't got to just pick the right stock, okay? Okay, I guess you've got to be right three times. You've got to choose the right investment. You've got to choose the right time to buy it. And you've got to choose the right time to sell it. So when you invest, really, you've only got to be right once. You've just got to buy it. Okay, and the reason I say that is that we just want you to buy the world market. We don't even think you should be um, tailoring it to individual shares or underlying assets. Just buy the world market. And that's the fundamental difference. Investing is a long-term game that you'll be rewarded by your patience of participation, just holding on to the market. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, embrace uncertainty. Now, as human beings, we like certainty. We like a bit of variety, a bit of uncertainty, because that's why we go to amusement parks when we're allowed, and it gives us a bit of a drive. But if you look at your traits, your habits as an individual, you probably sleep on the same side of the bed every night. You probably, when we were, drove to work the same way. You probably eat similar meals all the time because we like that. We know what it is. We have certainty. Okay. We don't really often embrace uncertainty regularly. There are some individuals that do, um, but we embrace certainty. We like the fact that we know what our outcome is going to go. And when we come along to the stock market, we invest in the stock market and it goes up and down, up and down. We don't know what's happening. That gives us uncertainty. The world stock market on average over the last 100 years is averaged a 10% return, just over 10%. So on average, you'd have returned about 10%. But very, very few individual years did you get 10%. And what that simply means is, is to get the average, you had some years that were fantastically high and other years that were concerningly low. And they averaged out to give you a 10% return. And that volatility, that swing in the market gave you the uncertainty. And we can't get rid of this. We cannot get rid of it and keep the return. Okay, you can get rid, you can soften it by putting bonds in there, but you can't get rid of it. So if you can't get rid of it, you just have to embrace it, just hold on to it. And that's where it goes back to it, just make it all falls into place. Well, it's gonna swing around. I don't know. Uh, why it's going to swing around it's just the underlying conditions so i'm just going to buy a basket of good quality shares hence the world stock market that was number two embrace uncertainty number three tune out the noise tune out the noise we also refer to it in our profession as financial pornography now this show isn't the most exciting show in the world. And the reason being, we're not saying to you, hey, buy this, you'll be a millionaire by next week. Buy this, you'll make a 100% return in two months. Because that's not what I'm about. I'm about you living your life to the full and consistently and regularly investing so that you have sufficient capital to do the things that you want to do and showing you a evidence-based, a tried and tested process of doing it. If an investment is too good to be true, it probably is. And fads come and go, you know, but the world stock market, the underlying companies that drive the world economy will still be here, chugging along, 
producing profits, allowing you to participate in them. Become a buyer of quality companies, a basket of them, the world stock market. Um, you know, TV pundits, my neighbor next door, they'll give me all these ideas, these tips and things, but I see them more as entertainment than an investment. You know, they're nice to hear and they're quite funny sometimes. I've been in a cab in London, been given financial advice by a cabbie. Not, not that cabbies can't give financial advice, but you know, it's like, where did that come from? It's just a trickle of, of things. And what's the latest thing at the moment? I'd probably say it's Bitcoin still or cryptocurrencies. Um, but hey, I don't know what they're going to be like. But I do know that we've got over 100 years experience with companies around the world producing profits, making great returns over time. Um, so what should you do? I'm often asked by people, hey, what should I do? Um, you know, I hear you say you can't be the market. I, I want to get a great return. You, know, you need to sort out your income and expenditure, allocate at least 12.5% of your income per month, put it into the stock market, put it into the world stock market, drip feed it in there and save regularly. Get yourself a disciplined approach. Regular pound cost averaging or dollar cost averaging, you're buying low, you're buying high. Don't try and um, you know, buy more when it's high. If you can do anything, buy more when it's low because over time you're buying good quality companies at a decent price. What would you rather do? Buy Microsoft at a billion pounds or buy Microsoft at a million pounds? You know, but the reality is, the answer that's obvious, I know, but the reality is most people buy it at a billion because they see it going up and they, oh, it's always going to go up. We're going to keep buying it. And then it tipples back down again. And they, oh, uh, I got it wrong. I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell. I'm worried. But this is the volatility. This is the averages that you need to just hold tight. Okay, so buy and hold and stick with the program. Okay, this has been Financial Education for Nation. My name's Warren Shu. Until next time, take care. If you haven't yet subscribed to my channel, please do so. There's a great number of back issues to go through. And remember, what makes us different on your financial journey is the support with access to downloads and templates on warrenshoot.com, the YouTube videos and podcasts, as well as access to me, a multi-award winning certified financial planner and certified international coach. So please do engage and let's get your finances sorted together.